Chad and Liv are watching films. Chad and Liv are watching films. Hey everyone, I'm Liv. And I'm Chad. And welcome to Watchlist, friendly neighborhood reviews from two different neighborhoods. Today we're talking about the movie Another Round, directed by Thomas Vinterberg and starring Mads Mikkelsen. Another Round is about four friends, all high school teachers, who test a theory that they will improve their lives by maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. I didn't really know much about this movie before we watched it. Like, I, I don't think I even watched the trailer. Like, all I knew was that it was a Danish film starring Mads Mikkelsen, and I was like, oh yeah, it's the James Bond villain. <laughs> Um, and I, I actually thought it was about, like, an alcoholic, like, I assumed he was playing an alcoholic or something, and I, I didn't actually know, I never read the description, and I'm curious what you, what did you expect from the movie before you watched it, and then how did that change, like, while you were watching it or after you saw it? So I actually, I was in the same position you were in. All I had heard was it was getting good reviews. It had Mads Mikkelsen. He's a fun actor to watch in like anything he does. But he usually he usually does play like the villainous type. Oh like, yeah. He's the villain. He's uh I forget what his name is in Doctor Strange. It's like. Oh yeah, he's in Doctor Strange. Yeah, he was on the the Hannibal TV show for a little bit. He's just always kind of that like mysterious, dark, evil man. <laughs> He has that so I was face, like, so I was sure. like, this will be interesting because my only perception of it was it was about these friends that drank a lot. That's all I had going in. So when it's and it started out not having anything to do with those four, it started out with all of those like teenagers drinking, and I was like, this is not the movie that I expected. There's no way. I mean, and we'll talk about this, but it it takes you for a ride because it you know it gives you a lot of really good stuff to feel but also it kind of takes that away in kind of a jarring way you know about three-fourths of the way through so it had a lot more emotion and it had a lot more spirit I think than I than I anticipated I thought it was maybe just going to be like this jolly look at like Danish drinking culture and it was and it wasn't um it had a lot more depth than I anticipated it would have too so yeah, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of the movie. I, I I didn't know much coming in, and I was very pleasantly surprised with all it had. Right, like it's not just a movie about drinking. And I mean, and even that I think sounds interesting because, you know, I haven't seen a lot of movies that are literally just about drinking. But it makes it even more interesting, you know, it's it's kind of just a movie about life and the ups and downs of life and like finding joy in things and and it's and it kind of tells that story through this kind of really interesting concept of these four teachers who decide to test this um I think he's a Danish or maybe a Norwegian a Scandinavian psychologist who basically theorizes that uh for those of you who don't know basically theorizes that uh, mankind or humankind is, is born with a, a deficit of 0.05% alcohol in their blood. So basically that everyone should, people's lives would be improved if they 
maintained a constant level of 0.05, a blood alcohol level. And so they decided to test that theory, which was just totally, I did not expect that at all. I totally thought it was going to be like, oh, like here's a kind of sad look at like what alcoholism does to people or like the ups and downs of drinking and everything. But it, it totally caught me off guard just with that idea of, okay, there's just four friends who are testing this theory and seeing what happens. And, and I thought it was really interesting that it wasn't necessarily like, it wasn't like a cautionary tale. Like it wasn't like, oh, look at what happens when you drink too much or, you know, like this is what happened. This is what alcohol can do to you. And it, and it, it also, it wasn't a cautionary tale, but it also wasn't just like all fun and games. I thought it was a really good um, combination of both of those things. Yeah, I... I agree. It wasn't a celebration of alcohol necessarily. It wasn't a PSA to make sure you don't drink too much either. It was honestly just a, a very interesting perspective on those who do use alcohol a lot in their daily life. I, in this case, so these four teachers, none of them are getting really what they want out of their lives. They're all kind of stuck in a rut. They all are finding that like their personal lives are not that great. Their work life is not that great because they're not getting a lot of interactions with their students. Um, that that teaching lifestyle is very dull and monotonous. And they use this as a way to just kind of switch things up. While I was watching it, I was like, I was thinking a lot back towards like what college drinking culture was like. And I was like, I see the similarities so hard because all of these all of these kids in college who need that release they need to they've got classes 5 days a week some work too so life is very stressful not always rewarding during college and that's why a lot of people love to party and get drunk and just kind of forget about life for a while and just loosen up and i was like these guys are not in that situation but they this is just another form of that and I think people look to do something like that in in all different walks of life. And so, but I haven't seen this kind of situation portrayed in a movie before. So I think that's what was really unique about it. Mm -hmm. And again, they show that, you know, not everyone is going to, not everyone is going to be okay having this lifestyle. But a lot of people are. I don't know. I feel like everyone in college too kind of goes through that period of, finding out what balance works best for them. Sometimes, you know, you hear a lot of like, yeah, when I started out freshman year, like I was partying all the time. I was drinking all the time. And then I found kind of the balance that works for me. And I feel like in a way, these guys kind of figured that out too. Some the harder way and some, some unfortunately did not figure it out. But yeah, I thought it was a really, I thought it was really interesting to kind of relate that back to my own life and what I've seen. Because yeah, I haven't seen this uh, really depicted in pop culture in a way like this. I think mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of cautionary tales, but not a lot that showed kind of both sides of it. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, something that I definitely thought of when I was watching it is, I mean, you know, it's a European film, and I think there is that kind of, disconnect in American culture where it's you know and like we've been taught as young kids in high school you know like drinking is bad like it's always bad you know and it's just viewed as this kind of really horrible thing and in, in Europe it's really not like it's really 
I mean, not that it's never viewed as a bad thing, but they just kind of have a different perception of it than we do here. And I thought that was like very much so reflected in the movie. Um, I thought it, I, I like how you related it back to college because I think this movie was also kind of like a celebration of the youthfulness that can be associated with drinking and and it's kind of these four adult male characters like finding that spark again that they had in their youth and I think Thomas Vinterberg like really makes that connection with that first scene of those all of those high school kids uh, like running doing the the race they're doing this race where they have to drink a bunch and then they run around the lake and and I, kind of like throughout the movie, I was like, I wonder why he started with that scene. And then by the end, you, you understand why. And then it all kind of comes full circle at the end. And they kind of have this another celebration because all of their students are graduating. It's kind of, it's just this like really freeing scene. I really loved the last sequence and when they're all on the pier celebrating, drinking, dancing. It just, it just really reflects that kind of like theme of finding your your youthfulness and finding your your kind of spark and i think that's like that's a common thread throughout throughout the whole movie for sure what did you think about mads's performance overall and the performance of everyone in the film yeah i mean i thought they were all really good all of those the four actors who played the main characters i thought mads was obviously really good um i think he's good in everything I do, I do, I love seeing him, and I haven't, admittedly, I haven't seen him in many, like, more, like, indie kind of roles. Um, like, I've mo mainly only seen him in, like, action films and stuff, where he's playing, like, the villain, or he's, he's in, like, Star Wars, he's, like, Rogue One, like, I've seen him in that. Yeah, is he, uh, is he, is he Daddy Urso in that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's not in it for that long, but, but yeah, so I really liked seeing that kind of, like, more like subtle almost I mean, like you can see that he's like you know in the beginning he's just kind of like restrained and he doesn't he doesn't talk a lot like even with his friends at the dinner table when they go out to eat and you know decide that they're gonna do this drinking thing and then you can you can see him like open up and just become more vibrant throughout the whole movie and I just I thought that was super evident in his performance he wasn't just kind of like going through the motions you could see it in his performance and I thought that was that was really cool yeah what did you think yeah I think what you just said about like going through the motions I think this movie did a really good job of all these actors were not that there was no movie speak you know like it all felt like real interactions and real going through the through emotions especially with Mads I mean you see him like you know when he starts this when they start this theory and start drinking daily to try and kind of rev themselves up you can see him when he's talking with his students and it's like it's like a completely different person and you could sense that there was something like that down there but he just wasn't he just wasn't comfortable showing that I don't know. It, it definitely made me smile. Like I, rem I re I'm recalling that scene and I'm like, I was grinning when I saw that. Cause I was, I was so happy for that character. I was happy that he felt like he could be fun and be normal with his students and actually engage in the learning process instead of just going through the motions. Like a lot of teachers do at that point in their lives. I'm not going to call out any of those teachers that I know, but it happens. It's just a part of the job. Um, 
So yeah, I feel like any time where I watch something that I am starting to actually feel really happy for a character's success is when I know that the performance is is very well done. But yeah, I thought they all did a really good job. They all had different personalities, even uh, the two teachers who probably didn't have as many speaking lines. They still, like, in the way that they interacted with each other, the way they laughed, I was like, yeah, these are all four different people. I don't know. I think that I think that could be really hard to pull off. Um, but I think they did a really good job in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked how... I mean, the movie's kind of marketed as, you know, like Mads Mikkelsen is the main character. He's the main the main role. But I I really liked how it also dove into the stories of the three other characters. And, and yeah, they, I liked how they were all so different. And it kind of showed different aspects of kind of like the experience of drinking and, and what life is like through them. I mean... Because you had the one character, Tommy, who ends up succumbing to drinking and becoming an alcoholic eventually um, throughout the film. So you have that side of the story. You have Mads Mickelson's character, Martin, who like kind of succeeds in having this like better life eventually. I also, I really liked um, Peter's character, who was the music teacher. I really liked his, it wasn't like a huge thread of the movie, but there's this part where he he kind of like takes this student under his wing and this student who's really nervous about taking the final exams and like doesn't think he's going to pass and everything. And Peter actually <laughs> tells him to like take a shot basically of of alcohol or of vodka before his test and like to relax him and it was it was I thought it just thought it was really interesting because when I was watching that part of the movie it was that point of the movie where I was like still trying to figure out okay like what's the message like are they trying to portray alcohol as being a good thing or a bad thing and I hadn't really decided yet and and then I I like saw that part and I was like oh like now I get it it just kind of clicked that it's not really portraying it as a good or a bad thing. It's it's kind of just everything all out there on the table. And it's not like trying to really give you a message about drinking, you know? It's it's about these characters. It's about their lives. It's about, like, you know, finding your spark again and, and celebrating that. And that that's how it kind of clicked for me. So I, I really liked that kind of, like, little side story part of the movie. Did you have a favorite... A favorite part or a favorite scene? Well, I would be remiss if I said that the final scene where, if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert, Mads Mikkelsen is suddenly dancing in just the most beautiful way. Um, and it, it it almost feels like it comes out of nowhere. But then for me, I was like, it, it's kind of perfect because, you know, it's it's just after there's a funeral for Tommy you, you, I feel like as a viewer, I was kind of at the point where I was like, shit, like maybe this is not, maybe the whole point of this is to kind of say that it's not a good idea to, to make drinking a part of your life. And then suddenly that is all thrown away because there's this hilarious like dance number um, and everyone is so happy. But again, like you said, kind of a callback to the first scene of the movie where all the, the children, the teenagers are 
running around the lake, just so happy. So I loved that scene. And I think the the scene that I just can't get out of my mind is the, the first time he really feels comfortable with his class after he starts drinking every day. And he starts putting up just kind of blank resumes of these historical figures. And he's asking them to choose kind of like, you know, just based on what you're hearing alone, who would you want to be like your president, like your the leader of your country and these kids decide on someone who ends up being Adolf Hitler which is crazy but they all have a really good time with it and they're laughing and you can see the students faces that they're like they're like wow suddenly we really enjoy this class like this class that was giving us almost nothing before and was more of just a a class they needed to do really well in there was a big like parent teacher meeting where the parents were like, hey, we just need our kids to do well in this class. Um, that's like what's most important. And it's fun because you see in that moment, those kids are not worried about their grades or, you know, going. what's next after that class. They're just in the moment enjoying learning. And so I thought that scene was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that scene as well. That one definitely stands out. Um, that one, I mean, I think all of his teaching scenes definitely do, like, the other scene that I think of is when he, he compares, like, the class to, to the, um, the, the competition or the, the running, the race that they, you can see the students doing in the beginning, and they're all kind of just, like, running up to the board, running around the classroom, and then, and then one of the other characters walks by, and like sees him doing that and is kind of just like in awe of how happy he looks and how like engaged he looks. Another another part that I thought another thing I I liked about this movie is that it was kind of subtly funny. Like I I re- I thought it was a funny scene when the principal or I don't know if it was the principal but so one of the administrative heads of the school um calls all of the teachers in and they're having a meeting and and they're talking about like how they found alcohol somewhere in the school and and she's like do we have a problem here and then it pans to uh, one of the characters and he just has like some vodka in a water bottle and he just like looks at his water bottle <laughs> and it's just like stuff like that like it's not i wouldn't really call the movie a comedy but it does have those kind of subtle moments that i really liked I think there's too many there's too many good scenes for me. I'll just really like you can tell like there aren't any throwaway ones. You know, like all those scenes in this movie are intentional and I I just think I appreciate that because it's a story ultimately about like these four guys and so I I wouldn't want any throwaway scenes where I'm not like finding out something about them or seeing them go through this process, you know. Um, so I appreciate the intentionality behind all these scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it it comes back to what you said, too, about the movie feeling so real and there not being any, like, movie talk in it. And, you know, it all feels like you're watching real characters. And even the 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 cinematography and the, the actual filmmaking style. I, and, I, and I think that, I mean, I've only seen one other movie of Thomas Vinterberg's, but... I I'm pretty sure that that's one of his trademarks kind of is is making it feel real and authentic and making it feel like real life 
and not like a movie that has all these special effects and and everything. What it, I, I'm curious, I mean, I, I know that Thomas Vinterberg got nominated for Best Director, for Best Directing Oscar, and I'm, I'm wondering what, what you thought, if you think, you know, does he deserve that, or... I think based on the Oscar movies I've seen this year, and I still have a few more I need to see, in terms of what I've watched so far, I feel like I would put him in there. I think I have a few more films to watch that might bump him out. Um, but I don't want to discredit the work he did here because I thought it was a, a very unique movie and he did a fantastic job. I think it, it would have no shot, you know, like in my mind. Um, I just think there are, it's already, you know, at a, it's already got a harder path because it's a foreign film. There were just some, there were some really phenomenally directed films this year, including Nomadland, which we've, we talked about in our first episode. Of which you said, if Chloe Zhao doesn't get the Oscar, then, you know, something's up. Right. So I'm already there. But I do think it, I, I think, again, from what I've seen so far, I think it deserves it. Just because it's a fresh idea. It felt like something that was carefully handcrafted. And that means a lot to me when it's a best director for a movie. It's really easy to just take name brands and just put them in for best director. And <laughs> David Fincher. Yeah. Because, oh, they've done some of my favorite movies. This should also be nominated for Best Director. But it's, it should never be that simple. So I, I applaud Winterberg. I think he did a fantastic job. Of what I've seen so far, I would put him up there, but I still have a few to go. So what do you think? I think that he definitely deserves it for this one. Um, I mean, I think it, it can also be seen as... I mean, the Oscars kind of tend to, kind of like you're saying, like award people that, that maybe have had more like really great careers that they that they haven't, kind of like a Gary Oldman winning for The Darkest Hour, mostly because of his past work, maybe not necessarily because of that particular performance as being his best, or, or Leonardo DiCaprio winning for The Revenant, definitely not because of just that performance, definitely because of his career but I think I mean Thomas Winterberg I, I know is a, a pretty prolific Scandinavian director and he's had a lot of films that have been nominated for foreign film in the past I think it's really nice to see him in that best director category I mean obviously there are you know snubs that I, I wish would have gotten in there like Regina King for One Night in Miami but but I think he does really deserve it this time for sure yeah and I um I want to mention something because after I watched the film, I Wikipedia'd it just because I wanted, I just wanted a little bit more. And I thought that the story behind the production of the film was really interesting. It makes what we watched make a lot more sense in my mind. So basically, the the play is based on something that uh, Vinterberg had written when he was in Vienna. And a lot of the inspiration came from his daughter, Ida, who had told him a lot of stories of how Danish youth drank back when she was a little younger. And originally, the story was just supposed to be a celebration of alcohol based on the thesis that is very crucial to the movie. But four days into filming the movie, uh, Thomas Vinterberg's daughter, Ida, died. She was killed in a car accident. So following the accident, he reworked the script to become more about how alcohol can awaken your life rather than 
here's all the great things about alcohol. He wanted to focus it more on the fact that, yes, there are good and bad things that come with alcohol, but but it, it is, it's a serious thing, but also something to celebrate. And he actually filmed part of the movie in her old classroom with her classmates, which I thought was really, really special and not something that I expected at all. But yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, I was kind of floored when I heard that. Yeah, I actually, I just read that today when I was, when I was Wikipediaing the movie to refresh my memory because I think both of us, both of us watched this movie about two or three weeks ago. But yeah, I think that's a really cool story. And I think, you know, you read that and you're kind of like, oh, okay, like it makes so much sense why the movie is this way. And I also read an, an interview with him in the BBC and he was talking about how he didn't want after that he didn't after that happened with his daughter he decided he that's when he realized it needed to be about life more so than like this is a movie about drinking and he didn't want it to be like an endorsement for alcohol or like an advertisement for alcohol but he wanted to kind of you know righteously encompass everything yeah i think that's a really cool story it's it's one of those things where you know, I, I always like to watch a movie and kind of just, like, take it at face value. Like, okay, is this movie good without me having any preconceived notions of it or, like, you know, knowing anything about the production before? But um, I think there are definitely times, too, where, you know, you read something like that and it just makes you love something so much more. And I think that, you know, having that sort of story behind it definitely adds to the authenticity of the movie for sure. I mean, especially hearing that, you know, he filmed some of the scenes in her actual former school with like some of her classmates. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, like we talked about in Nomadland where they used actual nomads, you know, actual nomads played their real selves in the movie. It's kind of just like, you know, putting putting the viewer in an actual place and it feels, feel, so so that it feels more like real life and not like you're just watching a bunch of actors. I, I really appreciate that about about the movie. Alright, what what would you rate it? We do our we do usually out of five. Where would you put it? I think I I think I give it like four. Four out of five. I, I mean I really enjoyed it. Both you know, I both really enjoyed it personally and I also objectively thought it was an incredibly well done movie. And I love Thomas Vinterberg, at least the the one other movie I've seen of his. Yeah, I really liked the style of it. It was it was very beautiful to watch both the filmmaking and the story. And I think, you know, when both of those things intersect and it's also entertaining, four stars. Yeah, I think I think for me it's also four stars. I I just loved how unique it was. I loved the unique story. I loved how it it had like a wholesome vibe to it despite like the times where things were not so awesome. It really felt like I kind of put myself there like 20 years from now with my friends. And I thought about how, you know, like I hope I come up with just like things like this that can help however mundane my life is 20 years from now. I hope that I can still find those things to liven things up and, you know, just, just to be happy, to be jovial with my friends. So I I don't know, it made me feel so happy on top of the fact that it was well done too. And again, the movie the movie speak is so important to me in these like big Oscar nominated movies because it's just the last few years 
it just really bothers me. And this movie didn't really have that. It, it delivered very real performances for me. So yeah, I, I had to give it, a, give it a four out of five. I at While he was dancing the jazz ballet at the end, there was a point where I was like, is this a four and a half? Because that was that pushed such... You over the edge. <laughs> it was so much fun to watch. But of course, I, I, I took a few minutes after and was like, it, it's a four. Came it's back down four. to reality. I came back down to reality. I was buzzed. <laughs> I was buzzed while dancing, and then I came back down. So, a four out of five. Hey, well, you know, in twenty years, maybe I'll show up at your door, and and we can we can decide to maintain a point zero five blood alcohol level for a week and see see what happens wherever we are in our careers. You know, obviously super famous fun. from this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll just have so much money too. That's the thing. Because right. everyone's going to want to sponsor us. I mean, I'm not going to know what to do with all the money we get, except buy alcohol, probably. Right, yeah. All right, well, that kind of concludes our discussion about another round. We'll be back in a couple weeks with a new episode. Our next episode, um, we're going to watch some really bad movies. So, until next time, live and Chad out. Yeah, I think so. Friendly reviews from two different neighborhoods. No, friendly neighborhood reviews from two different neighborhoods. <laughs> reviews that seem friendly and we're in <laughs> Neighborly <different places>. reviews. <laughs> we're neighbors. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're your neighbors. <laughs> coming we to you live from neighbors. We're coming over right now. <laughs> you can't stop us. <laughs>